All right, hey everybody, welcome to the 10 to 12 podcast, the official podcast of Teamsters Local 1150. We're here on location today from the Orono Country Club in Stratford, Connecticut. It's the site of the 2022 Teamsters Veterans Caucus Golf Scramble. Awesome. Pretty awesome. Scramble. This is our first time on location, yeah. so um, bear with us. Uh, we don't know how this is going to go. We hope it's going to go well. Um, the The weather looks like it's going to break. It's a little bit cloudy right now. Um, a Perfect little bit golf cool. weather. Yeah, good golf weather, right? Absolutely. Um, so, uh, n- nice facility here, right? 18 holes of golf. Yes, um, sir. Beer and... and, and snacks all over the course food we got a lunch coming it's going to be a good time this is um this event is actually the major fundraiser for the tvc um for the year so this is where most of the money comes from um so that the teamsters veteran caucus can do the things that they do the great work that they do with veterans um so we're going to start out by talking with terry Pasito. terry welcome to the show thank you um, Terry uh, is the founder of the TVC. Yeah. He started the Teamsters Veterans Caucus here at, at Local 1150. Um, he started this golf tournament. So we just want to sit down and, and talk to you, Terry, uh, about you know about the TVC, about this tournament, and, and kind of your legacy because you're moving on. Yeah. Um, so tell us what the TVC does. What do we do? So we have a mission statement, right? We're here to make uh, changes in veterans' lives um, as best that we possibly can. So... Uh, the, I, I'm not the only founder. There were three of us that, that founded the TVC. There was Nick Corarino and um, Kenneth Savage. And then, and, and so the three of you. We started this back in 2012. Yeah. Um, and Kenny has since passed, and Nick has moved on to, to bigger and better things as well. So He's down in Florida, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He is. He, he, uh, he worked down in the Florida plant. Um, he gave that up to become a police officer down there and then he moved on to a drone business so wow yeah best of luck to him that's kind of cool yeah i miss him i wish he was here still yeah maybe nick's listening hey nick if you're listening yeah yeah hats off to you nick so how many scrambles have we done now what year is this yeah i'm pretty sure this is our eighth one wow so when we first started um we did like t-shirt sales and things like that anything we could do to scrape up a little bit of money um, and the work was just so intensive on that, that that we had to come up with a better plan. So we started the TVC golf tournament up in Woodbridge Country Club yep. about eight years ago. So from there, we moved on to Oxford Greens. Then we came up here to Orono Country Club. And then Oxford Greens wanted our tournament. So they bought Orono Country Club. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a country club, so it's fancy. It's right? awesome, Because yeah. it says country club. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so you've reached the pinnacle now. You're having well, a golf scramble at a country club. Right, right. Making lots of money. And we do, yeah, we do between ten dollars and $13,000 a year. Um, nice. And everything that comes in goes out 100% to veterans organizations. We've uh, sponsored Operation Gift Card where you go down to Washington, D.C. Um, with $1,000 a month for 10 months. We, we put up $10,000 between us and the local and uh, we send one of our members every month to go down and hand out a thousand dollars worth of gift cards to veterans that were uh, in in Walter Reed Hospital. Wow, that's awesome! And that's something anybody can volunteer to help out. Anybody right? can do that. And actually, this would be awesome because if we can get more people interested in that, the more people, the better, right? The exposure hopefully yep, yeah. it would help grow the TVC a little bit bigger, 
get a little more support in the background, right? Everybody- so, so how does somebody do that? How does somebody volunteer to, to take that trip down to Walter Reed for Operation Gift Card? They would just have to contact um, me right now, um, but, but anybody at the executive board level. Um, Mike Rodriguez has taken over the TVC since, since I'm leaving. Yep. Um, so he, he would be the contact for that, and then he would have, you know, he would organize their names. And, it, and it's all um, done through the local. Okay. They uh, they sponsor the trips for us and and, um, and 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 I hear awesome things about it. I've never done it myself, but everybody I know who's gone on that trip, just it, they say that it's an amazing experience. Yeah, it is. It is. You've done it a bunch of times, right? I, I have. Yeah, because um, there's not many people that know about it or or that are willing to give up the time. Right, it's your own time. Yep. Uh, it used to be Sundays and Mondays, and now it's switched between. Tuesday and Wednesday or Wednesday and Thursday. So it's tough for people to get away right from their families and things like that. But, yeah. but, um, great way to use your vacation time. Though. If, if you, um, if you, if you take the trip, it's, it's very rewarding. Yeah. And yeah, I believe it's very rewarding. And, uh, I, I suggest everybody give it a shot. Yeah, that's good. It's tough to give up your time, but these guys are down there staying in a hospital after sacrificing for their country. They're right. they're not able to get up and walk out. Yeah, it's right. kind of tough to do what they do, too. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, so. and some of the people that we see down there have been there for four or five years. You know, yeah. they, they're just, they get um, beat up. I don't know the right word to use here, but uh, they spend a lot of time down in Walter Reed, which is an amazing facility. Yeah. Um, so, so thanks for that. That's, I mean, that's awesome stuff that, you know, that your organization does and sponsors. And, and I mean, obviously that's the ultimate in helping out yeah. veterans. We, we reach out farther than that as well, though. We've, we've donated to, um, service dogs. Um, we've helped people build wheelchair ramps yep. for veterans that can't get out of their houses. I um, remember that. We've, we've fixed furnaces for people. We've, paid for people's oils yeah so That's, it's real personal stuff we yeah we try to keep it as local to connecticut as possible yeah our dream our goal is to expand it through all of our sites yeah uh, we yeah. would love to have west palm beach involved we would love to have joy alabama involved if we could get um pax river pax yeah. river yeah so so listen if anybody down there is listening to this today right if you're if you're at the troy plant you're at the, the florida plant or at pax river and and you think this is, sounds like a good idea to start like a you know a branch of the TVC local 1150 TVC? Do it. Give Terry a call. Give Mike Rodriguez a call. Yeah. Um, and and let's get that going. Or even just a local, right? Um, because you, Steve, have helped people start their caucuses. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it it's not hard. There's a lot of work involved in it, but but um it's not impossible to yep. do. Absolutely. So well, let's go back in time, Terry. I mean, you're a veteran, right? Yes, sir. Uh, um, what branch? Air Force. Nice. Yeah. Air Force. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Flying high. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Uh, so, so, so does that have anything to do with why you started the, the Veterans Caucus? I mean, I know you're, you're, you're a big time, like, advocate for veterans' rights and all that stuff. Yeah. My, uh, you know, we have a, a deep family history of veterans, um, but really... What, what originated the, the concept of the Teamsters Veterans Caucus was um, Rocco asked me if I would go down to do an Operation Gift Card trip because he, they confronted him. I think the disabled American veterans uh, asked him if he would donate. He did, and he didn't have time to go down, so he asked me if I would. Yep. 
Um, so I did, and, and when I went down that first trip, was just so moving that it was like, we got to do something to join this. You know, I remember you coming to my office back then after you went on that trip. I remember you sitting in my office and, and telling me about that trip. Yeah. About going on that trip and, and the, the passion that you had for it. Like you were so pumped up yeah. after going on that trip. What, so that was it, huh? When we went down there, yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was early in the wars, uh, OEF, OIF wars, and people were pretty banged up uh, in there. But yeah. the one thing I liked about it was that there was no sorrow, no pity, no woe is me. Yeah. Right? These guys were all about getting better getting back into the field, doing what they had to do, yeah. you know, to serve the country. And it, and it was just, it was such a moving thing that got us here. Yeah. <laughs> At That's a country awesome. club. And here we are almost <laughs> yeah. 10 years later, right? Yeah. At a country club. <laughs> At a country club. That's crazy. <laughs> so, um, so talk about just in general your your passion for veterans, right? You talked about a family history, and I remember you telling me that the Pasitos are good duckers. Yes, right. So you you have a long family history of 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 service members in your family. Talk about that. We do. We go all the way back to my grandfather who came here from Italy, and um, he served in World War One and World War Two. I had an uncle. I have a cousin, couple cousins, my father, and myself. Um, so we started a, a book. We, we became a DAV uh, member, the local did, and uh, we created a book for all of the people that had Purple Hearts. So I reached out to my family and I said, hey, you know, I need some names from people that got Purple Hearts. And my cousin, who's the historian of the family, said, yeah, we don't have any Purple Hearts. We're really good duckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, uh, I guess it's good, right? I mean, you know, uh, uh, being a Purple Heart recipient, uh, it's it's something I guess to be proud of. But um, y- you had to get hurt to do it, yeah. right? So, so I good think, for your family members who who avoided that. I think Purple Hearts are, are a mixed emotion, right? Some sure. people feel um, that it's an honor that they made it through, and other people feel like that the enemy won, right? They got them. So yeah, yeah. It's. A, it's a very touchy subject with most veterans. Yeah. Now you were involved with bringing uh, bringing us up to being a Purple Heart organization at local 1150, right? Yeah, and that happened on one of the Operation Gift Card trips, actually. Oh, really? Um, a guy named Dan Edinger took the ride down with us, and it's an eight-hour trip in a van. Yeah. Wow. In a, in a disabled American van. Yeah. And uh, our veterans' van, and um, we talked all the way down, and he st- he was starting his program in Connecticut. So I brought it to the board. The board said that they wanted to do it, and here, you know, here we are. Yep. Uh, Purple Heart organization. So. That's pretty cool. And what does that mean? What does it mean to be a Purple Heart organization? It's just a way to honor the people. Um, there's, there's nothing special. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, it's just a way to honor people that have that want to be recognized. Yeah, so for just it. tell people around us that hey, yep. uh, we we recognize this. We honor these folks that yep. that you know put their lives on the line for our country. And, and we all know Rocco is a huge supporter of veterans as well. Absolutely, yep. He, yep. Uh, He's the one that really started the whole thing by allowing that trip. And then yeah. I just picked it up from there. Nice. That's awesome. So um, we're going to we're gonna try to get uh, Mike Rodriguez to, you know. I got, maybe, an, I got a question for him. Go ahead. So we're going to go in a little little different direction. So you, aside from being part of Union 
leadership. You've been a longtime member. I just want to know what the union, and our union in particular, means to you. Oh, I love Teamsters Local 1150. Right? They brought me to where we are today. Yep. Um, early retirement, great pensions. Absolutely. Good benefit packages, yep. right? I, I, they mean everything to me. Yep. Um, there's yep. not much more to say than that, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm proud to be a Teamster. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. I mean, you know, you and I have both been involved for a pretty long time. Um, uh, I mean, I've I've been a steward for about 25 years. And, um, you know, I tell the story all the time, and and, and I'm not trying to steal your thunder, but, you know, my story is I became a steward in in bad times. I mean, Local 1150 was under pretty lousy leadership, and I'm not going to mention names, but we were under pretty bad leadership. And, And as a new steward, I got no no support i didn't know how to represent our members but i was i was asked to yeah um and and it was really difficult and we didn't have a lot of money i don't know what what was happening with the money but um you know when rocco took over it it was the the change was immediate and so obvious right i I agree a thousand percent And, and 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 that's why i'm where i am right i i went to rocco pretty shortly after he took over and I said, hey, listen, I know, and, and I was actually the opposition. Yeah. I was running a campaign against Rocco. I didn't know Rocco. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> I didn't know him at the time. Yeah. But I did run a campaign against him. And, and he still welcomed me in to the fold, um, you know, gave me the job of doing a newsletter and working on the website. Um, and, and, you know, here I am today, right, doing a lot of stuff. And I, I believe that's why the local is where it is today because, you know, just like any business or any organization – um, you can have corruption or you cannot have corruption, yep. right? And I think this is a perfect example of an uncorrupt organization, yep. right? Rocco is is a leader of men. Yeah. I, I have no yeah. other way to say it. Um, he he doesn't ostracize anybody yep. because they think different than him, yep. right? He pulls them in and makes the union great. Yeah, yeah. he brings and you absolutely. in based on, based on, you know, what, what, what you – how you feel right because our passion is to help our members Absolutely. and and he recognizes that um and i agree uh you know he's he's a great leader holds us responsible holds up us accountable for the things that we do yes, and and that's that benefits our members yep. right yeah and and now with our the latest election that we've had sean o'brien up at the international yep. i believe is a lot like rocco where he doesn't ostracize you for for um thinking different than him yeah. he wants to pull you in and make everybody one union yeah and uh, and i believe that's the same exact thing that rocco did at this local absolutely so. and the proof really of what you said is is in is in that leadership team right sean yeah. partnered with uh zuckerman right. who who really i mean if, if you want to talk about opposition right <laughs> the um the the what is it the tdu i right. mean zuckerman was a tdu guy right. right and and the tdu kind of has a history of of making trouble and i believe now the the concept is not to have a tdu right or anything else it's to make teamsters teamsters yeah right right one organization one that's, organization that, that's that's operating responsibly yeah and, and heading in the right direction and quite frankly that's what the tdu had always fought against was was corruption yeah right yeah. so and and sean certainly wants to get any corruption out of the out of the teamsters that's there so um awesome you definitely yep. see the common theme they hide they they hold people to a higher standard they yep. they expect you yeah. to perform yeah. with excellence which yeah. is a big plus yeah and yeah. they'll let you know if you're not there <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah as sean likes to say I, I do think our union's getting bigger faster stronger yeah, yeah. we're on a we good definitely path are. 
All so, right, gentlemen. Let me, let so me. this day, yeah, we're yeah. going to let you go, Terry. This day is about veterans, so we're going to we're going to bring folks in, and we're going to um, we're going to kind of just cherry pick people as they walk by, and and have them sit down and talk to us about vets, about our union. Um, so Terry, thanks for being on the show. We All appreciate right, it. Go back to work. And <laughs> Terry, also yeah. just want to say thank you for everything you've donated to the union over the years. You started off, you know, as a member. You became a steward. You were my agent for a long time. You started the TVC. You've donated your time. You've donated your, yep. you know, energy and effort, and you exemplify what it means to be a teamster. Yeah, so Absolutely. we've been lucky to have you. And you're an excellent you. public speaker. I am. I- <laughs> <laughs> and a pretty funny guy. Yeah, Thank, very funny. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. I, all, I appreciate all of that. <laughs> we appreciate you. Thanks, man. Bye. So joining us on the show right now is Mike Rodriguez. Mike has actually taken over the um, the TVC from Terry. Terry's moving on, going to retire pretty soon. So, Mike, welcome to the show. Afternoon, brothers. So um, we just want to kind of get get your perspective on things as you take over the organization. Um what does that mean for you, right? I know that you've been involved in the TVC for a while. Um, what does the TVC mean to you, and what does taking over that organization mean for you? Well, like Terry, uh, I myself was also I, have a, I myself have also been involved since its inception. Uh, I believe it was back in 2010, and uh, our golf event's been running now roughly. This this would be our 11th year. I believe we had one year that we skipped. Wow. Wow. But uh, where do I see the TVC going in the future? I would like to see it become a little bit more active in the fundraising throughout the year rather than just the one event. Yeah. And uh, sure. obviously, once the transition period has gone through and I start meeting the other individuals that Terry's always in contact with, with disabled American vets yep. and American Legion, VFWs, et cetera. Yep. Uh, once I start meeting those organizations and understanding what they're looking for, seeing how we can apply us in our membership who is 100 percent volunteer uh you know we we basically uh we have the ability since we have guys that work second and third shift that when people are in need during the day people are willing to volunteer for free to go out and lend a hand that's awesome so 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 we're hoping that that this podcast helps um, to recruit volunteers, Absolutely. right? Um, to help people understand and, and, and recognize the organization and say, hey, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that Terry talked about when we talked to him was, uh, you know, the possibility of, of getting branches at Pax River, at West Palm Beach, at Troy. Um, is there any plan to, to try to do that, like to... to to reach out to those folks and see if there's any interest down there? Other other people have shown interest and reached out. Uh, we sat there and we said once we really got ourselves established a little bit more so that this way we had more of a model to present rather than, hey, you know, we have a bunch of guys that have really big hearts and want to volunteer a lot of time and just do whatever they can for a, for a veteran, you yeah. know? So uh, once we have a, a bit more of a format to pass down, yes, we plan to uh, bring that down to yes. the other places okay. that we have. So Mike Rodriguez is going to bring some structure, uh, a little more structure to the TVC yeah. maybe. Well, hopefully myself and the members that are involved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, listen, as, as the new president, I fully plan to delegate plenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what presidents do, Mike. They delegate. Uh, so... Um, so if, if somebody listening wants to wants to get involved with the TVC? First Wednesday of every month, we uh, we try to hold a, a get-together meeting. Uh, it's not very official yet, so at some time, I'm sure the pomp and circumstance will join the meeting. Yep. But uh, first Wednesday of every month, uh, 3.30, down at the hall, 
depending on the size of the people, depends uh, as to where we gather and, and meet and talk. Uh, upcoming, the next few meetings are going to be about where we uh, where we ended up with a total profit from our uh, current golf outing right now. Yep. Where we will be distributing it to it in the future and any other possible endeavors that people want to talk about for fundraising. Awesome. So, awesome. so can can people just show up? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you don't have to be a veteran to show up. You don't have to be a veteran to participate. This is a hundred percent volunteer. Okay. You know, uh, as I don't, I'm not sure if Terry mentioned it, but you know, when we go around soliciting, we we love to say that we are a 501c. Good. You know, you, yep. you, you anything that you give us is tax free. So cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. So there's that. there it is. You can yep. write it off on your taxes. Um, you playing today? Yes, I am. I, right. uh, I I love to go out there and hack away every year. All right. Nice. How many so. balls did you bring? Uh, about a dozen and a half. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I I, I brought twenty four. <laughs> so and since the vision's getting a little bit worse, I went with the bright orange ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a little worried. I brought twenty four balls. I'm a little bit worried that I'm going to have any left so. by the uh, by the eighteenth hole. So. Um, so, Mike, how long have you been a member of our union? I've uh, joined Sikorsky back in 1989, and wow. I joined within my 60th day as soon as I was able to. Yep. Nice. nice. That's nice. good to hear. So, so what does the union mean to you? You've been a longtime member. The union means nothing but the American dream for anybody who's yeah. in the working force. Oh, I hear you. You know what I mean? If, nice. if you want to be able to achieve and not have to do it with the excessive struggle that other families have to do it with two and three jobs. Yes. You know, we're able to sit here. We're, we're very lucky that we make a union wage with the benefits that we get. Yep, absolutely. You know, and I'm happy to hear that we're still stepping up for our brothers that are joining us now with the new plan. So, yeah, you know, yep. we, we, you know, let's just try and make it better for everyone. Like I said, when, when the 53 came in, I'm, I was happy to sit there and see that my brothers and sisters are going to have work for decades yes it's awesome isn't it so. we're definitely stronger together stronger and for together. anybody that doesn't know mike you've been heavily involved in the union over the years you've been a steward you've been you yeah, know I've, very I've, active member i've uh, I, I started uh, back in 06 right after the strike i became a labor steward uh ran for a few years there then switched over to safety and uh when i came to day shift now I'm mainly active with the president role as, with the TVC, but definitely still interested in running in for another position. But we'll see. I yep. mean, it, this is going to be taking a lot of time. Yeah. And I, I credit you for teaching me the proper way to feel about a scab as well. So. Oh, you know, <laughs> we, we, we all know the disdain that I carry for such people. You know? <laughs> nice. So nice. one more thing I want to point out. It's Friday. You're rocking your red shirt. You know. For our new members who don't know anything about Red Shirt Friday, um, I, I know in the past you guys have put out red shirts. I, I think we've talked about you guys maybe doing that again to raise some money. That's going to be our next endeavor after we after we wrap this up. We wanted to try and take it on both at the same time. It just became a little bit too much, yeah. uh, especially because we are uh, a smaller e-board and, and volunteers right now. So for uh, our new guys, what is the Red Shirt Friday? Remember, everybody deployed, R-E-D. Yeah. It's very simple. I mean, any branch, any, you know. What we're trying to say is is that these people are still out here making sure that you can sit here and you can still voice your opinion and, and voice your dislikes, voice your likes, you know. Amen. The, these are the people that make it happen for all of us. Yep. Yep. And we do commonly have members who are part of National Guard that, you know, serve. Mm -hmm. They go active duty sometimes. Still having the members that uh, are active and go out. Yes. Just had a guy come through new employee orientation yesterday who um, just came off a, a, a one-year deployment. He's still... Um, he's still a reservist, and he's going to, you know, possibly get deployed again. Yeah, um, so maybe so. another cool idea is as these guys go overseas, 
you know, let let the TVC know, hey, we got a member who's going overseas, and you know, absolutely, we yeah. you know establish a establish a contact with us, and then maybe we could sit here and start making care packages for the entire unit. Yeah, yeah. that's know. awesome, Mike. We know you have a lot of work to do today um, before you get out there and hack them up, but um, <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate um, most of all. Um, you stepping up and, and, and taking this organization over because it's really important um, to, to keep this stuff going. Absolutely. It, it's, it's basically that, you know, there, there's a few individuals as, as myself that we don't want to forget those who sat there and they put their name on that blank check for America. Yeah. yeah. So. Thanks, man. We appreciate Thanks, you spending Mike. some time with us. Thanks for your Take service. Care, brothers. Right, Have a man. great day. All right, so um, joining us now is Mike Jero. Is it Jero? Jero, yes. Jero. Um, Mike is a Marine vet who served from 04 to 012. Um, you were deployed? Yes, sir. Yep. Tell us times. about that. Yep, so um, I joined in 2004, um, you know, right as the, uh, the war was kicking off. Um, out of New Haven, Connecticut, down with the Motor T unit. That's where I joined. Oh. I joined the Air Force, but that's where I joined. <laughs> I won't hold that against you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I joined in 2004. I got uh, four weeks yeah, four weeks after I graduated high school. I was on the, the plane going down south to, um, to do my basic training and then a little bit out in Wisconsin for uh, uh, my job training. And then when I got back, I was here for about three months, and then I was shipped over to Fallujah. So, wow. wow. Yeah, Greg and wow. I, um, the, I believe he's the vice president of the Veterans Caucus yep. here. Yep, who invited me today. Thank him for that. He um, he was deployed with me on my first tour. Uh, came back, uh, decided I didn't like being home, wanted to go back again, went again. <laughs> yep. Came back, decided I liked being overseas, and went back again. So. Yep. Wow. 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 Well, uh, obviously, thank you for your service. Yes, thank um, you for your you service. You know, that's, that's what this is all about today. I'd like to thank you guys for paying your taxes. That pays my salary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, yes. you don't know we pay our taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't. Um, but but yeah, this day is all about veterans, right? The the Teamsters Veterans Caucus um, is is all about you know raising money and spending money to help veterans yes. who are in need. Right. Um, and and you know part of what they do for this event is invite folks like you who've served um, and and who we want to honor and when we sponsor your day. So Mike, you you're what we call a, a sponsored veteran for the day, okay. right? We we pay for your um, or I say we, the Teamsters Veterans Caucus pays for your round for the day and um, and invite you out here to have a good time and and honor folks like yourself. Right? right? So um, so we appreciate it. So let's talk more about about your service. What 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 was what's the deployment like? I mean, uh, so every branch does deployments a little bit differently. Um, in the Marine Corps, it typically it's a year from start to finish, including your workup training. Um, uh, we were going over to Twenty Nine Palms, California, which I don't know if you've been there. Beautiful, beautiful place. It's yeah. it's uh, about one hundred and twenty degrees. Damn. <laughs> I've heard Just a lot dry about dry heat. Yeah, you, know, you take your shirt off and you can stand it up off to the side. And <laughs> it's uh, it, yeah, it's a bit rough, but you do that for about two three months, and you do whatever um, uh, whatever combat training that they're seeing overseas at that point, right? Yep. So the veterans will come back. They'll they'll teach the next wave to go. Yep. Um, and then you end up coming home for about two weeks, and then you hop on a plane, and you're over there. So the Marines will go over for about seven to nine months straight. Wow. Um, the, uh, I think the Army does two-year deployments, and then they break it up in the middle. But, no, the Marines go straight out seven to nine months. Um, Fallujah. Fallujah was a bit rough early yeah. on in the war, right after the invasion. Um, but as we went, um, I was in Motor T, so we traveled quite a bit, right? We were delivering ammunition. We were delivering um, yep mail, uh, supplies, uh, all over the Al-Anbar province. 
So I saw a lot of bases on my first tour that I ended up serving in later on. So there was Fallujah, there was Ramadi, Al Takadam. Um, uh, we would go up to Baghdad every once in a while, go to Bayap Air Base. Um, and we would just haul around whatever freight needed to be moved around. Yeah. Um, troops, uh, Iraqi army movements, that kind of thing. Wow. So, so Mike, right out of high school, right? Right you, out you of high school. You joined the Marines right out of high school. Yep. Now, now you're you're joining the Marines out of high school during wartime. Correct. Yep. Right. So you know what's right. going to happen. So you, I actually came from a, a, a long line of, of veterans. Okay. Uh, my grandfather was uh, an MP in World. Or no, my great grandfather was an MP in World War II with a Silver Star. My wow. grandfather wow. served in Vietnam with a, a Purple Heart for shrapnel. Oh. Um, and uh, I actually lived with my grandparents growing up, so it was it was a big thing in my house about military service, which is good because I really wasn't a good student. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was pretty much that or bust. But <laughs> yeah. So so what's the mindset like? Like you're so you're prepared to go to war. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, you know that uh, my mother cried her eyes out when I told her I was enlisting, yeah. but she didn't stop me. I actually enlisted when I was 17. I needed the whole waiver and the sign off thing. Yep. Uh, my first tour, I was the youngest Marine in Iraq at the time. Wow. Um, wow. It, it, yeah, because the job training I, I picked was very short. Motor T is not a very long job school. Yep. Um, so, you know, graduating at 17 and wrapping up, uh, turning eight, 19, I turned 19 and on my deployment in Fallujah about halfway through the deployment. So, um, yeah, you, you know you're going to war and you, mm-hmm. you kind of you, you make that choice and uh, you, you just kind of roll with it. I mean. You try not to think too much about it at that age. You know, yeah. you're, you're 17 years old. You're, you know, you're going to live forever. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it had go. to be interesting. Later tours, kind of still being the young guy, but you've got a tour under your belt. Right, right. So, th- yeah, that was um, that was always interesting. When I went on my second tour, all the guys from the first tour decided to stay off. It was a voluntary uh, voluntary tour for me. Um, I didn't. I was supposed to deploy with Greg. Something happened. He didn't go. Um, then I was all by myself with a whole new group of guys. And so oh, wow. you're, you're looking at guys that are about your age and older, and you're teaching them how to do it. Um, yeah. Wow. And in the Marine Corps, we really don't look at age. You look at rank and experience. Sure. And, yeah. Sure. Um, there's, a, uh, there's a saying about any two Marines together, one of them's already always in charge. So you, you kind of take <laughs> that mentality and you, you try to bring up the younger crowd. But yeah. Um, yeah. And then when I came home and I, I wanted to go right back and do it again, I wanted to go with the guys and. It was a different group of guys at that time, and uh, it, you kind of get into this mentality where you got to go with them. You know, you can't let them go sure. without you, kind of thing. And then uh, at the end of it, at the end of the third one, I was like, "All right, I, I got to take, I got to step back and <laughs> yeah. focus on my family." And, yeah, yeah. makes know, sense. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so you did eight years. Um, yep, eight years straight through. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and and but didn't want to do a career, right? Didn't want to make it a no, career. No, I, I knew it wasn't for me. I was a uh, I wasn't a very good. They call it garrison when you're back here at home. I wasn't a very good garrison marine. I was a deployment yep. marine. I wanted to be overseas. I wanted to be doing my job. Okay. Um, it's what they trained me for. It's what they were paying me for. Yep. I, yep. I wanted to be gone. So so what are you doing now? So now um, I use my GI Bill and um, I went to school and I got a degree in logistics and uh, manufacturing management. Nice. Uh, I work over for a paper manufacturer in northern Connecticut called Alstrom Monks Joe. They're a global organization. Nice. Um, I am a logistics manager for them. Okay. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, kind of it comes full circle, right? I, I joined the military in Motor T and then yep. I come back and I take school for logistics and yep. <laughs> end up running a manufacturing operation logistics. You nice. doing anything in your life um, that, that supports veterans at this point? So I do do some work with the um, the VVA. I haven't talked to those guys in a little while. But um, when I was going overseas, um, the the long history that I my family has with uh, with the military, the VVA guys used to come up to me all the time, and they'd invite me out to dinner, and they'd you know take me out for drinks, and you know it never it took me a long time to realize why they were always so nice to me, you know. But mm. they didn't have that coming home when the Vietnam veterans came home. 
You know, they didn't get a welcome party. Nope. They didn't get anything. Right. right. So I always try to take it when I see one of those Vietnam veterans walking by with their hats on. You know, I always say welcome home because they, they didn't get that. Yeah. And yeah. They, they're going out of their way to make sure that today's veterans get that. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to participate in anything that they ask me to do. Um, I'll stop my, my whole schedule and go out for them. Nice. That's awesome. Thank yep. you for doing that. And I'm, I'm sure they appreciate that. Well, Mike, thanks for spending some time with us, Absolutely. and and yep. and you. of course, thanks for your service, and yes, thanks thank for you everything for you did and continue to do yeah. um, f- for veterans, and 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 take this day and go out and have a good time. Well, thank yep. you guys for everything you're doing out here for sponsoring yeah. veterans like me and a, a beautiful day out here on the course. Absolutely, yep. yeah. have a good time Enjoy and uh, it. try to keep them on the course. Right? Yeah, I, you know the game hasn't been going so good. I played nine <laughs> this morning and a fifty-fifty shot. I'm going to hit the fairway today, right. which is better <laughs> than most. Well, that's better than me. Yeah, that's better than me. All right, Mike, thank you. Appreciate Appreciate your time. Yeah, you thanks again. All right. Thank you. All right, so while we're waiting for another guest to come along, um, Vinny and Jason, I guess we got some stuff going on in the world of labor or uh, something, right? We have some more Starbucks wins. We have uh, one in Waban, Massachusetts, 12, it was a big win, 12 and 0. So obviously they really wanted that union. The uh, 16th Street Wall in Tremont location in Denver, Colorado, 4 to 1. Nice. Well, a little closer, you know. So, so, so hiring or rehiring that new CEO, the old CEO, Howard Schultz, it's doing yeah, nothing. It's it's working out really yeah. well for them, isn't it? Union Buster in Chief. Yeah. And so he's not he's not doing a good job at all. Apparently, they're continuing to roll across the country. I'm sure, he's getting paid well though. Oh, of course yeah, he is. Of course. Not that he needs it. <laughs> so what else do we have? So uh, going over to soccer, the United States Soccer Federation, the men and the women just negotiated new collective bargaining agreements, and it's pretty cool to see them standing together. Uh, The men definitely stood with the women there. There's been advancements on both sides in terms of pay, but the big landmark is going to be equal pay for the women's team. That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, the way it should be. And and for the first time, so these women have won the last two Women's World Cups. Uh, They've had four wins overall. They're finally going to get paid the same rate for game appearances and for tournament victories. And then there's some additional stuff for revenue sharing for, you know, uh, World Cup prizes and other stuff that's going on. But finally, you know, they've been the more successful team. They've had a a lot more success, Yep. Yep. um, dominated the world scale, and they have not been getting paid on the same level as the men. And listen, some could argue, right, because even without the success – the, the men's team brings in more money, right? It's just, it, it's a, the, the men's side of the house is, a, it's a bigger game. Um, there's more money there. So, so kudos to the guys, right, for stepping up and saying, yeah, the women should get the same Absolutely. as we get, right? Yeah, and, and more so, I think, you know, props to the women for demanding what they deserve. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that too. They're coming in, they're dominating, they're the best in the world. Yep. Why should they not have the same, if not better pay? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So that's yeah. awesome. That's a good one. Do we have anything else? No? All right. So we're now sitting down with a good friend of mine, O'Shane Warren. O'Shane is a steward at uh, the local 1150 here, and he's also a member of the TVC board, and he's currently active duty in the National Guard as well. So welcome, O'Shane. You have hit all three, checked all three boxes. Yep, yep. (laughs) O'Shane, how long have you been with the company? Um, I've been with the company a little over two years. And uh, how long have you been a steward? Um, One year now. Nice. You got right into it. Yeah, you got right in. um, I was lucky enough to meet some good people when I just came in. Um, Jason Shoemaker was one of them. Mike Mento, 
Terry Pasito has been like a really good mentor to me, so I had a lot of good um, advice coming in. Awesome. You probably learned a few bad habits from Terry. <laughs> I'm thinking. Just a couple. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah, so Shane, tell us kind of a little bit about how you got involved. So, you know, we met early, but. Yeah, so um, when I just, I just came to the company, um, I started out in um, the avionics department and we didn't really have much representation on second shifts. So I requested a steward one day, and then um, Jason, Jason Shoemaker, Mike Mento, and Terry kind of came up and was talking to me a little bit. I didn't know much about a union. I've never been involved with a union before or anything. So they kind of, I had a question about military leave because at that time it was the COVID time, and they said you had to be with the company one year first before you could get any uh, military time off paid. But then, huh. yep, and then Terry kind of pulled, pulled some strings and made it happen for me because I was missing a lot more days because of um, our training schedule got pushed up a little bit more because of the COVID. So that was very helpful. Well, awesome. Nice. So now, now, you know, fast forward, you, you got involved with the TVC, right? How did that happen? Um, it just kind of happened gradually because Terry told, started talking to me about the TVC because, as I said, I've never been involved with a union, so I didn't know anything much about it or anything. And I found out about their mission statement, helping veterans and stuff, and that was something I was really passionate about. So I dedicated some of my time, and then slowly um, I started becoming more and more involved, and then it just kind of happened from there. Awesome. So, and, and we appreciate you volunteering your time. I mean, we know that the DVC is a, is a volunteer organization. Um, you know, you guys are, are taking time away from your families and all that to do this good work, and that's, that's awesome. We appreciate that. Yeah. Talk to us about your service. Um, so, National Guard? Correct. Um, I've did six years in National Guard. Um, haven't had any deployments or anything, but I've done a lot of missions inside of the state and um, outside of the state, pretty much just all inside the United States. But um, I'm a mechanic in the Guard. And nice. What do you work on? Um, I work on vehicles, trucks, okay. um, pretty much any kind of equipment that, that gets the stuff running. If my car breaks down, can you fix it? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just want to point out, too, you've got a cool background. So you moved here from Jamaica, right? Correct. At what age? Um, 21. 21. Oh, wow. And joined the National Guard, got into Sikorsky. Um, I just think it's a really cool history. You know, a lot of people don't donate any time. And, oh, Shane, you've come in, you've become a steward, you've become an active member of the TVC, you're in the National Guard, and you're holding down, you know, full-time employment at Sikorsky. So for anybody that's, you know, thinking about getting involved, but, you know, maybe I don't have enough time, you, yeah. you yeah. probably could figure it out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> are, are, are you ever going to, like, make an effort? <laughs> I, I'll try to give more time. <laughs> you know, and I just want to point out, too, you also had the battle of, you know, as a new member, learning the contract, learning the company, learning the ropes, and took on the challenge of being a steward to represent the membership, and you really helped turn things around up in avionics. So well, I was just going to say, and not just not just taking on the challenge of being a steward, but taking on the challenge of being a steward in one of the more difficult areas in the company. Yeah, to be a steward, it yeah. is. It's a tough area, and it, it's good for me as a senior steward. You see the members, you know, have developed a trust in O'Shane. They yeah. they definitely have more confidence in the union, and we have a more active membership because of it. So thank you for all you're doing with the TVC and for what you're doing in the shop. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate thank you. it. Yeah, thank you to everybody that helped me out in the beginning because it's a, it's a rough road, but um, I appreciate every all the feedback, both good and bad, because it improved me um, day by day. So I appreciate it. Yeah, are you uh, you playing today? I am not. I'm a terrible golfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so am I. I'm playing. <laughs> All right, maybe next year. Maybe next year you're going to play. I can't make any promises. We'll get we'll you some clubs and get you out there and see what you can do with that. Um, oh, Shane, we really appreciate it. We appreciate you spending some time yes. with us. Um, and um, and obviously we appreciate all that you're doing uh, for the veterans, for our membership. Um, thank you. Um, thanks thank for you. having me on, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Enjoy right, the day. Thanks. Yeah, have a good day. So now we're here. We're joined by um, another one of our honored vets for the day. It's Joe Liskowitz. Uh, no, did I get that right? Yes, sir. You all did. right. Nice. I got it right. Um, Joe joined the Marines back in 1993. Yes. So um, that was a long time ago. Um, I, I guess you heard about our, our TVC tournament from Mike Rodriguez. You've been friends with Mike for a while? For a long time. Yeah. yeah. How probably, do you know Mike? Since our teens, we just hung around in the same cliques and just yeah. became friends. Yeah. You know? so. so he called you up and he said, thanks for your service and come on over. We're going to give you a free round of golf. Absolutely. Do you play golf? Yes. Okay, good. Not good, but I can play. None of us. <laughs> yeah. Nobody plays golf good. Right. Right? It's not a thing. Um so, so you, you, you served in the Marines, um, got out, right? Got mm-hmm. out a couple of years later. Yep. What'd you do then? Uh, I worked an odd job, and uh, I ended up becoming a police officer in Bridgeport and did about 20 years. Did 20 years there. 20 years as a police officer in Bridgeport. So that was your deployment? Basically, yeah. yes. Yes, every right. day. That's like combat. It right? is, yes. Um, so... So, so tell us what, I mean, obviously you're here. This is a day to honor um, veterans like you. Um, so, so tell us what that means to you. Tell us what an event like this means to you. Well, it's special. I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to put into words, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys that, you know, that are struggling with their veterans' status, yep. if you want to call it that, yep. Yep. that had it much, much worse than I did. Yeah. And uh, it's just nice to see something like this come together for, for guys to be recognized and, and have a good day and forget about everything else and just come out and have a good time. Yep. Agree. Yep. Agree. So, so being a police officer, you were involved in, yeah, you, you were a union member. So what do unions mean to you? Oh, I, I love unions. I, although I'm not in one now yep. since I left, yep. but, um, you know, unions to me, they're, they're important. It's, uh, you know, you have, you see and hear all these stories about yep. companies that try to take advantage of their employees sure. and there's, there's no recourse yep. for the employees and unions Absolutely. help unions help fight that and stick up for the worker and i'm totally 100 percent for that you know yeah that's very good to hear so so um you're collecting a pension from the bridgeport police yes awesome thank you to the union right for that so yeah that's that that's what it's all about right it's it's all about um you know creating good jobs and not just good jobs but but good lives after jobs yes, correct exactly. right and 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 i know that the police really have a handle on that right the police unions rule when it comes to taking care of their members after their employment yeah. is over right right um, w- which is awesome so um uh, are you fully retired now fully i i still work you do yeah i went uh i was up at yale hospital doing security up there for a yeah. little okay. while but believe it or not to me that was kind of worse than being a cop because there was more like hands-on with you know yeah. some patients yeah. that were out of control and stuff like that yeah. and and after two years of that i figured you know what i need to do something a little different yeah. so i went and got my cdl and i just drive for like a private uh sanitation nice. company now nice. so, Is that union work no uh, <laughs> i wish it was but it's a small 
you know, we only got like 10 employees. We'll give you some phone numbers. You can call the teams, Jason, and, uh, and, and we'll, we'll take care of that. <laughs> well, Joe, um, listen, we don't want to take up a lot of your time, but but thank you for your service. Thank um, you, yes. Thank you thanks for, for coming by today. Uh, enjoy the day because this day is for guys like you, awesome. right? So yeah, um, sure we really appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us. No problem. Thanks and, for um, having me, you guys. Get out there and hit them straight. I yep. try. All right. All right, guys. Thanks, man. Thank you very thanks, much. So joining us right now is Amy Gennato, again, um, joining the 10 to 12 podcast. Um, Amy's a trustee with the union, but really what we want to talk to you about today is the fact that you've been volunteering for this tournament for years, right? Yes, I have. Um, you're kind of a, a staple volunteer for the TVC. Oh, well, thank you. So tell us about that. Why Why the TVC? Um, I love the TVC. I think it's a uh, great thing that Terry started. And I know some of the proceeds from today's tournament will go to Homes of the Brave, which is a fantastic organization. Um, if you don't know about Homes for the Brave, you should research it a little bit. Try to stop in and uh, donate some stuff if you can. It's a great place. Tell they us help, about that. Uh, they help homeless veterans and uh, veterans that may be suffering from uh, substance abuse and stuff like that. And they're a pretty significant recipient of TVC uh, funds, right? We, oh, yeah. we give to them every year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so what do you do here? What do you volunteer? What do you do? Um, usually I register everybody in for the day, tell them where they're starting, what tee box they're starting off at. And, you tell them um, what to do and where to go. Well, you know, my favorite things. <laughs> 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 and uh, we do 50-50 raffles at the par threes to, again, raise money for the awesome. day. Yes. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I know that you kind of have... A history with Terry, and I don't want to make that sound like something that it's not. You guys have been friends for a while, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So so I'm assuming that that has a lot to do with why you volunteer for the TVC. Yep. So long ago when I first started at Sikorsky Aircraft, Terry was one of the first people to approach me and um, ask me to get a little bit more involved and uh, nice. ask me to get help out with the golf tournament. And I believe... Um, the scholarship tournament and this TBC tournament were the first th ways that I got involved with helping out with the union, actually. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Now look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're also involved in a lot of other ways, too. So you do career pathways, right? Yep. And then uh, the women's committee now has kicked off. You guys have really taken off with that. Next, you've got an event coming up? We do. So June 5th, we are having our second women's committee meeting, kind of just like a little meet and greet, trying awesome. to grow the membership a little bit. Cool. Yeah. How's it going? It's going. It's a little bit slow paced so far, but yep. that's okay. I mean, we have about six members so far, and uh, we had some good talks the first meeting about what everybody expects from it and how they want to get involved and okay. uh, who we want to awesome. help. And Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, where where is the women's committee going? What are you going to do? Um, Who are you well, going to help? We, we don't have anything set in stone yet. I know. But um, there's some backpack drives we want to do for some uh, underprivileged children. And um, we want to also help some women's veterans. Uh, Female Forgotten Heroes Foundation that came up. Cool. Uh, we awesome. Got some, we got some plans, you know. That's good. Yeah. So, so Amy, if, if there are women teamsters out there listening to this um how do they get involved they can either email myself or mia at uh my email address is amy at teamsters1150.org and mia's is mia at teamsters1150.org 
and um, we'll give them information on how they can come to a meeting and get involved. We It's open to all shifts. If you're available to come, we'd love to have you. And cool. if they have any questions about what the Women's Committee is, we'd be happy to answer them. Awesome. Yeah. That's good stuff. So, so ladies out there, step up, step forward, get involved. Um, you know, it's important stuff, and we need, we need your voices, right? Um, Absolutely. We, we, need, we need all voices at Local 1150, so, um, so I think that's a great way to get started. Yeah, eventually as we grow, as the membership grows, we'd like to um, get involved with the Joint Council Women's Committee too. Awesome. That's one of our goals. Awesome. So. Good stuff. Yeah, please come join. So you're, you're, you're on what hole today? I don't know yet. They haven't told me. Oh, okay. But it'll definitely be a par three. I know that much. All right. All right. <laughs> it's like a surprise when you find out. You know? Awesome. Yeah. That's it's fun. different every year. You got to mix it up. All right. Yep. So work the members, empty those pockets. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say the members are always very generous. Yeah. I mean, there's not too many times where people don't participate in the 50 50 raffles on the par three. Yep. So they're very generous people that we have in our membership, and it goes a long way. Good. Awesome. Well, um, as always, thank you for volunteering your time. Uh, you give so much time to our local and, and to the TVC specifically. So we appreciate your dedication to my events pleasure. like this. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, and we're going to let you get back to it because I know there are people lining up at your table over there yeah, to, I gotta go help to get out. tickets. So, um, <laughs> so we won't keep you any longer, but we appreciate you taking a few minutes with us. And, um, and we'll see you out there on the course. All right. Thank you all for having me back on the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for being on. All right. We're now joined by Greg Lovasolo, a good friend of mine and also a board member on the TVC. So welcome, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. So, Greg, how did you get involved in the TVC and, you know, what is your role? Um, so I'm not sure if it was mentioned that this was all started in um, kind of with uh, Kenneth Saavedra, who's not with us anymore. But uh, he was one of my really good friends. So when he passed, um, I didn't want his absence to be felt as much so I kind of felt like I needed to you know fill that spot yeah I remember at the time Ken had talked about running for steward um, and then you stepped up right because I had no intention on running for steward but you know when uh, when he passed you know uh, that was another thing I wanted to step in and, and fill that role yeah for anybody that doesn't know Greg was a, a great steward yeah. worked with oh, me on you. second <laughs> finals and yeah, you uh, should run again thank you I appreciate that but also, you know, he's really honored Savvy with the way that he's helped TVC take off. And, you know, yeah, and, and, and we appreciate all that stuff, right? All, all the stuff that you do, the volunteering you do, it's hard to volunteer. And, and, and I think people know that. So, um, so we appreciate that. that yeah, thank time you. I that definitely you appreciate that. So I've had the benefit of hearing all the, Sorry, the classic gonna... war stories over the years. <laughs> but I know we don't have time for all those. But uh, tell us a little bit about your service. You were a Marine. Yep. Um, so I joined the Marines in uh, 2002 after 9-11. Um, I served uh, with the previous guy that was on here, uh, Mike Giro, um, for eight years. We deployed together um, a couple times. Um, you joined yeah. right out of high school? Uh, I, I went through a semester of college, and at that time, I didn't think it was really for me. So yeah. I was looking for something else to do outside of that, and Marines seemed like a good idea. So college wasn't for you, so going to war was. Well, yes. until later. That, those, those, those <laughs> until are, later, right. Those are pretty far apart, those two things. It, well, it really wasn't for me at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now Greg has since taken advantage of the GI Bill. He's got a degree. Nice. That's awesome. Yep. You what actually you have a degree in? Uh, finance. Okay. And, and I'm actually going back for my master's uh, in the fall. Nice. Congratulations. Yes. Nice. Thank you. So, um, so... So, Greg, i got to bring up one of my favorite stories now. Oh, no. I, I think uh, 
you've got the heart of a warrior and it's still showing with uh, <laughs> what's going on with Ukraine. So tell us a little bit about your hobby, your passion for drones and uh, how yeah, that's so, helped the war um, effort. One of the things, you know, independent of Ukraine, uh, I got into building radio controlled drones um, probably five or six years ago. So uh, one of the people that's really prominent in the drone community, um, he put out that his video editor is from Ukraine. He's a Ukrainian citizen that's fighting, uh, fighting there, right, for their freedom. And uh, they asked for just parts and anything that, that people could spare. So I sent over a couple drones for them to use um, in defense of their country. Oh, that's awesome. And now these weren't just like off-the-shelf drones, right? So you tweaked these things a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I, uh, before this started, I was working on um, just a long-range drone to see how far I could push the limits um, and uh, I sent that over as like a long-range reconnaissance drone because it, it uh, shoots digital uh, video that can be seen in real time from the operator wow. and uh, there's another one that I built that is capable of uh, over 100 miles an hour and uh, has wow. the ability wow. to uh, you know get on target you know they're not designed for that but uh, in that situation they're pretty useful and, and so they're they're being used Yep. Well, yeah, you shipped them to Poland, correct? I shipped them to Poland, and then um, they were brought by car to uh, the pe people who needed them in Ukraine. Um, and I've got feedback from them, right? Um, yeah, so they're they're being used, and they're making it happen. That's pretty wow. awesome. That are they? Pretty I amazing. like that. Just out of curiosity, are they still you know collecting drones and all that? If members want to help out, um, I, I'm sure they are. Um, I, I haven't built any more to send over right now, um, but I, I'm sure they are. Yeah, well, you heard it here. Donate some uh, money. And Greg will build a nice drone and send it overseas with your name on it. I, I like go. building even more than flying, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about this day. Um, about the tournament? Yeah. So this was started, um, let's say, eight or nine years ago. We had our first, uh, it was a, a two-club scramble at a nine-hole course in, uh, I think it was Orange. Um, and it just kind of evolved fr from there to where we are now, a nice, awesome. well-oiled machine. Um, I want to thank you guys for having it on a Friday so that we can take a Friday off of work. and, and We, we actually we weren't sure that we were going to be able to have it on the Friday. We were worried that it was going to be on a Monday because course selection was getting kind of limited. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing that we really pushed for so that people could have a good time, enjoy themselves without having to worry about going into work on Tuesday. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So you handle finances mainly for the TVC? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. And you guys have definitely grown a lot over the yeah, years um, we have grown every year right hopefully this year is is no different and if the uh, prelim preliminary numbers with the donations and stuff that we've gotten already are any indicator then uh, yeah this is gonna be our best year best year yet awesome awesome yeah. we look forward to seeing what you guys do to keep growing and you know supporting the veterans thank yeah. you maybe branching yeah. off down south we've talked to Terry about that we've talked to Mike about that um, about you know the possibility of seeing the TVC down in Pax River, down in um, in Alabama. So um, yeah, we would love Florida. to uh, take our model and share it with uh, not just other other locals in 1150, but other or other mem units of 1150, but other locals also. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because there's you know there's a really big veteran population in the Teamsters. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is something that could be useful to everybody. And you guys yeah. are Chapter One, right? Yeah. So yep, we are the first ones. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. You guys awesome. are awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you again for coming on the yeah. show. Oh, we know you're me. busy. We want to let you get back to your work here. But <laughs> All right, thank Are you. Are you playing today? I'm not. You're not? Nope. Just administrating. Administrative duties. All right. <laughs> yep. Counts All the right. money. Yep. Nice. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> and thanks for playing. All right, man. We appreciate your time. Appreciate you spending a little, uh, a few minutes with us. And, and, of course, everything you guys do for the veterans. Yeah, thank it. you. I appreciate it. All right, man. We'll talk All right. to you. All right. 
All right, so that's going to just about do it here from Orono Country Club in Stratford. Um, I'm going to actually go grab my clubs and go play some golf. So um, let's talk about some upcoming events, right? We have some stuff coming around. Yeah, so our women's committee has kicked off. They're holding their second event on June 5th. Uh, it's going to be down at Union Hall, so anybody that's interested in getting involved, please come down. If you want more information, you can email Amy or Mia. Uh, their emails are amy at teamsters1150.org and mia at teamsters1150.org. We're also going to have on the same day, June 5th, we'll be having uh, the Connecticut Futures kind of kickoff party. It's going to be with other locals throughout Connecticut. They're going to meet up down at our uh, Union Hall, 150 Garfield Avenue. And uh, it should be a good day. Anybody that's interested in getting involved, learning more about your union, please come on down uh, to see what it's all about. Great. And just a reminder to everybody, at the May membership meetings, we voted to um, suspend meetings for the summer as we usually do. So there will not be membership meetings in June, July, August. So the next scheduled membership meeting will be the third Wednesday of September at 1 and 4 p.m. Um, so everybody have a good summer. Uh, and, and if something something big happens, uh, the executive board will call a special meeting. But um, that's not real likely, so we'll probably see you in September. Yeah, and keep in mind during that time, you can stay up to date with what's going on by checking in on social media. Uh, make sure you download our app. Keep an eye on what's going on in there. Uh, we've got different sections like news and events uh, where you can look at what's new. Definitely check out our calendar. Any events that we have will be listed in there. So uh, stay connected while we're in recess. No doubt. So as always, we're going to end this episode with a labor quote. Vinny, what do we got? So I try to go a little patriotic with our quote. If a man tells you he loves America yet hates labor, he is a liar. If a man tells you he trusts America yet fears labor, he is a fool. That's from Abraham Lincoln, our 16th president. Abraham Lincoln. That's awesome. Good one, Vinny. So um, that'll do it from Orono Country Club. A, uh, um, a different day today, right? A different podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We, we hope it, it works out because um, we're going to do this again. We're going to go on location yep, again on very the, soon, probably in June. On the road. Yep, we're going to go on the road and, and see how that works out. Um, but as always, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate you downloading. We appreciate you following the 10 to 12 podcast. If you're not following the 10, po- 10 to 12 podcast, shame on you. Go to Podbean and follow us today. Um, but again, thank you. We appreciate it. If you like our podcast, let us know. Email us at comms at teamsters1150.org. That's C-O-M-M-S at teamsters1150.org. Let us know what you love. Let us know what you hate. But let us know something. Give us some feedback, right? Yeah. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please uh, get in touch with the TVC. Maybe make a small donation. Yes. Couldn't make it out here today. Yep. Goes a long way. Absolutely. Support veterans. So um, until next time. I'm Stephen French. I'm Vinny Kaitsi. And I'm Jason Shoemaker. We'll see you soon.